Hello, 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 hello. Michelle here. How's it going? Um, hope your week is going well. I have a little bit of a, a headache coming on right now. So if I'm speaking a little bit more slowly than usual, or if it's um, taking me a little bit more time to articulate something, that's probably why. Um, so what I wanted to talk about today was the idea of collective consciousness. Um, something I've heard about in the past and never totally understood exactly what it was. I think I kind of just chalked it up to being, you know, sort of just more about collective energy and, um, yeah, sort of just our collective energy as a species, um, and how we can sort of affect one another and sort of our internal beliefs, um, and the way we go about our lives, you know, basically affects people that we don't even know, but, but vice versa. And it is that in part, but just based on the reading that I've been doing, um, goes a little bit deeper than that. Um, and there's actually some really clear ideas and definitions around collective consciousness. So I thought that I'd just dive in today. Um, so the reason that this got sort of stirred up for me was I was watching um, Dr. Stephen Greer, who is the, I guess, founder um, of the Disclosure Project. Again, kind of on this UFO uh, journey, but not I'm trying to stay away from the sort of the garbage ones that that don't do a good job, but focus more on like the documentaries and the information um that seem, you know, pretty rooted in fact and science and and um yeah, more ones that are a little bit more grounded. Um but anyway, yeah, so Dr. Stephen Greer was a trauma doctor. Um he headed up um, and is heading up the Disclosure Project. And he, on Amazon Prime, there's a documentary um, that he helped create or co-create um, called Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. Even if you're not into UFO stuff, I highly suggest you watch it. Really, really, really good information. Um, but the thing that I found so striking about it was sort of his points and the details that they included on collective consciousness. Um, and he goes into how, you know, that being mindful and present can help, you know, if people are interested, um, he has a CE5, you know, kind of making contact with aliens app, if that's your thing. But even if it's not, I thought that what he had to say in the documentary about collective consciousness um and the the scientific evidence that's now coming out about collective consciousness really interesting and I won't give it all away because it's kind of I would say the the apex um of uh of the documentary but my point being that that's was kind of I thought the UFO stuff in the documentary was really interesting but my big 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 takeaway from it was just um collective consciousness and the information um, that's sort of coming out about that now and the research that's being done about it now is just super, super interesting. So um, any reading that you can do or, or if you want to watch that documentary, again, I'd highly recommend it. 
but that just sort of caused me to think more about it, do a little bit more reading about what is collective consciousness. And I found a really good definition on the Thought Co. website. Um, they have an article with a really clear explanation. Explanation. It's pulled from Durkheim's um, sort of theories and opinions uh, on collective consciousness. But yeah, so I'll just read out a little bit here. So I... Uh, Durkheim concluded that society exists because unique individuals feel a sense of solidarity with each other. This is why we can form collectives and work together to achieve community and functional societies. The collective consciousness, or conscientious collective as he wrote it in French, is the, the course of this solidarity. Durkheim observed that in the modern industrialized societies that characterize Western Europe and the young United States when he wrote... Um, functioned via a division of labor and quote-unquote organized solidarity emerged based on the mutual reliance uh, individuals and groups had on one another in order to allow for a society to function and this is probably the most important part to understand um sorry most important to understand is that collective consciousness is the result of social forces that are external to the individual that course through society and that work together to create the social phenomenon of shared beliefs, values, and ideas that compose it. We as individuals internalize these and make collective consciousness a reality by doing so. And by doing so, uh, we reaffirm and reproduce it by living in ways that reflect it. So yeah, that's, that's the most clear sort of definition um, or outline um, that I could find to explain what collective consciousness is. Um, And so in this documentary, Dr. Greer, um, yeah, again, explains that in order to make, you know, effective or, you know, I guess, intentional contact with extraterrestrials, again, I know it's kind of out there for some people, um, but you can do so by practicing mindfulness and in turn sort of elevating the collective consciousness. Um, And so, yeah, I just, I guess the reason why I find it so profound is because I think we so, at least for myself, I'll only speak for myself, um, I think that sometimes we see ourselves as being such independent individuals that we make decisions independently of external influences, you know, that we're not affected by, you know, popular culture, that we're not, you know, all that affected necessarily by what other people are doing. Um, But I think that that's I think that that's a grave mistake to make that assumption because in particular when we, you know, are deeply embedded in following popular culture, when we constantly look to other people, um, to society for, you know, what are the shared values, what are the shared beliefs, um, and we assume that we should then be taking those on as well, um, I think that there's kind of a danger in assuming that those things are inherently good um, when they may not be and that those things are kind of self-reinforcing. 
Um, and I've definitely found, particularly since, you know, getting off social media, um, the Minimal to Mindful blog does have a small social media account on Instagram, but I really haven't even been using it. Um, you know, since kind of stepping away from that, since stepping away from, you know, constantly reading mainstream media, since like kind of quieting the ability um, for those sort of external voices to constantly be kind of guiding, you know, my values and my beliefs and sort of what direction I should be going in. I actually find that I'm able to like think a little bit more clearly as an individual but also just kind of create that space where I am making decisions a little bit more mindfully I'm a little bit more grounded in reality um, I'm a little less caught up in you know whatever I mean not to not to sound rude or whatever to people who are into this kind of things but you know I'm a little less caught up in you know what's the meme of the day or what's the you know what's the sensationalized media story of the day and just kind of all of that external noise that can really eat up a lot of our time um, but isn't necessarily good for the collective consciousness um, whether that be you know how it affects you as an individual or the people in your sort of immediate surroundings your sort of immediate community um, but sort of just our, you know, our larger society, um, and again, how those, those shared beliefs and shared values, um, and shared opinions can kind of just, I think that often the term, at least in reference to social media is kind of like an echo chamber, um, and social media in particular, I think, does a pretty effective job um, in the um, the algorithms do a pretty effective job of creating those silos, creating those echo chambers, um, sort of creating those that deep reinforcement um, of beliefs and values that you know sometimes are good, but you know in a lot of cases I would argue you know aren't necessarily all that good. So I guess my point in all of this just being that. Um, I think when we're more rooted in presence um, and in kind of stepping away from that sort of constant bombardment of popular culture, of, you know, status quo, of, you know, mainstream media, just sort of those heavy forces that we often assume that we're supposed to engage with in order to remain, you know, in touch with other people or in touch with, you know, popular culture and and what's going on sort of in the mainstream conversation. I think we can actually do a great deal of service to ourselves, to the people around us, um, and just to our greater communities, yeah, and societies. Um, I think we benefit more when people have more genuine autonomy um, to kind of make up their own mind about things, to take time to decide, you know, where they stand on certain issues. Because um, those things take time, you know, it's not just, 
you know, sort of a snap decision. It's not sort of just, you know, you can take your time to, you know, do your own research, to make up your own mind, to create, you know, space um, in order to sort of combat sort of the the heaviness that can exist within that that collective consciousness. And, you know, I mean, just take any number of examples lately um, where people have had, you know, maybe the best of intentions. Um, specifically, I guess I'm referring to in terms of, you know, politics, but, you know, maybe they haven't actually done their research. Maybe they haven't actually looked at, you know, sp- specific statistics maybe they haven't actually taken the time to be rooted and grounded in fact and then um are more being carried away by say you know heavy emotions or impulses or um you know being caught up in adrenaline and all of that and it can affect you know, greater society. It can affect the collective consciousness. It can lead people to make assumptions um, on things that are not necessarily, you know, grounded in presence, grounded in mindfulness, rooted in in statistical facts. Um, and again, you know, those people I'm sure having the best of intentions are maybe getting caught up um, in sort of a narrative that isn't healthy um, for them, again, them as individuals, for, you know, the people in their immediate sort of environment or for, you know, our sort of greater societies. Um, So yeah, that's kind of just my, I guess, my rant for the day on that. Um, Just again, yeah, if you are interested in sort of the collective consciousness um, notion or idea Again, I can't I can't uh, recommend Dr. Greer's documentary enough. Even if you're not all that into the alien stuff, you can kind of fast forward through that that portion to the part where he does sort of start showing more of um, or talking more about collective consciousness, more about mindfulness, more about presence, um, about the research that's been done and and ongoing research. And yeah, I for one just find it to be a really fascinating topic. Um, and if you want to check out, um, the blog post that I wrote yesterday on collective consciousness, you can go to minimal, uh, to mindful.com. Thanks so much for listening and check out future episodes. Mm -hmm.